Premier Doug Ford announced Sunday that anyone in the province can get tested for COVID-19 regardless of whether they have symptoms. And the the province continues to fall below its daily target of 16,000 tests for May, averaging about 11,000 per day so far. And a couple of researchers in Hamilton are starting to think outside the box. They feel that this is the way to increase testing capacity. Why not combine samples? like test a bunch of people together at once. Dr. David Bueller joins us now. He's assistant professor of pathology and molecular medicine at McMaster University and researcher at St. Joseph's Hamilton Health Center. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Okay, so what's the main benefit of testing combined samples? So there's been a lot of issues that's uh, been, you know, going on, uh, plaguing, you know, the testing for COVID-19 over the last few months. And a big part of it has been supply chain issues. Um, So when we talk about that, there's a lot of stuff that actually goes into actually being able to say, you know, is someone positive or negative for COVID-19? And um, in one way to actually address that is to actually look at how we're doing our testing. And that's one of the things that we've been doing in our group here in Hamilton and working with the clinical labs, uh, you know, in our local area and, and even in across the province is to find a way, is there a way we can use our resources that we have right now, but actually increase the number of people that we're testing by actually just, you know, mixing samples together and actually saying, you know, if these four samples are all negative, then we've, you know, we've easily done four tests with the same number of that we were going to do with one initially. So we can actually, you know, theoretically up until a certain limit, um, you know, do more and more tests um, just based on the equipment that we already have here and the number of tests that we have ready to run. Is that a new concept? Well, so it is in a sense because there's there's actually um, the, the current, uh, you know, methods and collection methods that are being used, um, everyone sees that little like red fluid that they keep on showing on pictures um, of, the, you know, the samples going into that type of transport fluid that comes to the lab. But if you actually use those, um, uh, that fluid for testing and combining samples, it doesn't actually work that well. So a lot of the work that we've also done is uh, develop a method um, and a collection fluid that we're actually able to store it in that allows us to actually um, do this testing with multiple, multiple samples at one time. So it's a, it's a pooling is not necessarily a new concept, but being able to do it with um, these types of specimens is, uh, is the kind of the novel part. Okay, let's get into the technology here and the nitty gritty. If you can simplify it as much as possible for people like me that think, you know, it it looks cool to look at the little, um, you know, test tubes and that machine go in with multiple fingers into the dipping into the red liquid, uh, but we don't totally understand it. You are working with a robotic liquid handling system. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, you can imagine, you know, uh, if you have let's say you have 400 samples in front of you and you ask a person to try and start combining, you know, four of them into one tube at a time, A, that's going to take a lot of time, and B, that there could be, you know, mistakes that are made with it. Um, Robots are great for, you know, being able to do the same thing over and over and over again. And so the way that, you know, we're using these uh, systems is to basically, you know, you have put your system, uh, put all your tubes onto the system, and the media that we're using, um, you know, kills the virus so it can be safely handled outside of uh, the, the biosafety cabinets. And so literally what happens is you load 400 samples onto these machines, and then what happens is it will then take, you know, 
one sample from one person, put it into a well. It will take the next sample, put it into the same well, and you can actually program it to say, you know, for this group of samples, we'll actually only combine two samples at a time because they might actually be a bit more higher risk for, you know, COVID-19 versus a group that's already screened negative might be lower risk, so we could actually have more samples mixed into one uh, then- well at a time. And the theory behind that is if you get a positive, you're in trouble because you, you've you tested four, you've done one step forward, four steps back because you have to retest all four. And would you retest them all is in a single test? Exactly. And that's where at the end of the day, so if you had 100 samples that need to be tested and you combine them into, you know, groups of four, that means that there's 25 tests. And then if, you know, by chance four of those, um, you know, groups of four were positive, then you have to go back and test 16, 16 more individually. But at the end of the day, you actually did 41 tests instead of 100 to begin with. So that means you can immediately do a lot more testing with even just the current supply that you have in the province. Do you have to um, put the equal amount of each person into the well as far as samples go? Yeah, so th- that's uh, been uh, kind of the, a lot of the work that we've been doing uh, behind the scenes and working with um, you know, uh, other labs is to find a sense of how much is it that you can actually mix together because not all the labs have the same type of equipment and um, may not necessarily use the same type of reagents uh, to you know, work with all these different samples. And so finding a way to develop each of these methods that work with different laboratories has been kind of the... Um, a lot of the legwork recently. Okay. I also understand that one of the tricky parts of speeding up your tests is making sure that coronavirus samples are inactivated so that it's not a hazard to laboratory staff who are handling these samples. Can you elaborate on that? Are all of the samples usually inactivated when labs are testing them? Um, so by when they, so it really depends, and that's where this, uh, this has you know really complicated testing across the provinces. If you go and open up a fridge right now that has a lot of stored specimens in there, there's literally a rainbow of different type of uh, sample transport tubes. You know, there's purple tubes, there's yellow tubes, there's blue tubes, and um, some of them do inactivate uh, the virus, and some of them don't. And when you have a combination of them in one single run that some do inactivate it and some don't, you have to kind of treat them all as they're not inactivated. And so what that does is the, the sample processing right up front means all of them have to be handled inside a biosafety cabinet under the, you know, the appropriate safety conditions. And that takes a lot of extra work. And a lot of the time that's manually done because, you know, those robotic systems don't fit into those uh, small biosafety cabinets. So who's going to be considered for testing in a combined test? I I would imagine they're very um, low-risk subjects. Yeah, and that's where, um, you know, going forward, that, that's going to be a big part of the uh, research that we're going to be doing with uh, these clinical labs is because, um, like I say, if there's a, you know, a nursing home, for example, that's, you know, recently screened completely negative, then you have a very low chance potentially going forward. So let's combine as many of them as we can because we can save on tests. But if you have an outbreak on a, you know, a hospital ward, um, where there's a chance that, you know, more than one person on, on in that floor is going to be positive, then, you know, maybe even doing smaller groups like one and two or even maybe even just one by themselves is uh, potentially a better option in, in getting the sense from, you know, the actual testing performance of it um, where we actually go with that number. 
When COVID first um, made its way here, I know that labs were talking to each other and discussing, you know, ways they could uh, ramp up their testing capacity. So what are you hearing from other labs? I assume you're still in communication. Yeah, so everyone is, um, you know, uh, working their their darndest to look at increasing capacity from a number of different ways. And um, everyone is, you know, looking at, um, you know, different systems because, there's ways to, um, you know, build in redundancy and diversify the, uh, like the supply chain that way because you don't want to be using one company for all your supplies because if they start to run out, then you're going to be going down and if you don't have any backups. So everyone is, you know, working, you know, tirelessly to get other alternative testing methods uh, in place so that, you know, no testing stops and we continue to build capacity for the province to, you know, increase the testing so that everyone can get tested. But are they looking favorably on your idea of combining tests? Yeah, and and, uh, yeah, and we have started working with uh, other labs to actually start, you know, implementing this as part of, uh, you know, testing right now. And one of the things is, you know, we're getting out to them our, you know, our transport media and they're collecting specimens in it and we're working with them to optimize this process so that we actually can increase right now um, and get those testing numbers up. Interesting stuff. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Bueller. No problem. Cheers. That is Dr. David Bueller, Assistant Professor of Pathology and Molecular Medicine at McMaster University and researcher at St. Joseph's Hamilton Health Center. They're working on combining COVID tests. So if you're low risk, why not throw your test in with three others? If you all come back as a negative, boom, you've done four tests in the span of what it would normally take for one person. So you imagine that can really update or, or and uh, give a big uptick to our testing capacity.